Yeah. Like hell. Of course. That's inspiring. And it's fun shocking people. Yeah, and I, it I mean, is. Just by, you don't have, I don't do anything. I'm just me. Yeah. And that's what's fun, to be able to shock people just by being yourself, not trying. I love that. But just um, being uniquely you, it doesn't matter. Hello, my friend. Congratulations on stumbling your way into Sips and Clips. My name is Ethan, and I've really been craving a good burrito lately, but since I can't find one anywhere near me, my body's been trying to satisfy this craving I've been having by filling my dreams with burritos every single night, but I honestly think that's making things even more difficult since I can't ever get a rest from thinking about only burritos. And we're a podcast about creativity. Exploring that concept through coffee and conversations with brand creators, business owners, and other innovative individuals. Alongside my co-host Robin, we record out of McLaren Barbers in downtown Stockholm, Sweden, where we cut the hair of our guests while the chat ensues, and you get a front row seat next to us in the shop for whatever adventure happens. This time we find ourselves in conversation with local legend Larry Farber. Hailing originally from Detroit, Larry moved to Sweden over 40 years ago and eventually ended up in Stockholm running his own storefront called Larry's Corner. Now what is Larry's Corner? Google calls it a cultural center. Some may come to the conclusion it's a concert venue or rare music slash movie shop after their first visit. I originally heard it was a coffee and a bookshop. Not even Larry can really describe it exactly and that's part of the charm. It's a place you have to see to truly experience in an embassy for a different offbeat culture tucked subtly into an unassuming backstreet downtown. Now lean back with a cup of something hot and let Larry take you on a creative journey about what happens when you live life completely being yourself through this satisfyingly odd episode of Sips and Clips. I wanted to do a book of yeah. pictures of comb-overs from the world. Yeah. The worst ones. Like. <laughs> Why not? We could keep that book here. It would be a good book to have in the barbershop. Yeah. That would do well in Larry's Corner, I bet. Yeah. I have <laughs> another idea for a book that I'll never... It's impossible to do. All right. But And it's not sick as it sounds, because you got to think... I want to get pictures of people sitting on the toilet, their faces, just when the poo comes out. But just their face. <laughs> the problem is, if they know they're being filmed, they're not going to do it. And if they don't know they're being filmed, you're breaking the law, so yeah. you can't do it. But I think that what? is when you are the most fragile or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world, you got to poo. That's probably the most genius thing I've ever you're, heard. You're the most, I don't know the English word. Vulnerable? Well, thank you. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And everybody's equal. <laughs> Everyone is equal. Everyone's got a poop. Yeah, and when you're playing, it's you're in the baby stage, basically. You can't do anything. <laughs> so just our faces, just the face of that. I think it'd be wonderful, but it's impossible. Well, I guess first order of business is Larry. Who are you, and what is Larry's corner? That's the question on our mind. <laughs> <laughs> are you already recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, wow. As simple um, as that. Nothing crazy. I am a soon. Had to retired. I'm going to be 65 in June. Oh yeah. From the Jewish from Detroit. All right. Moved here 1980. Met a Swedish woman in Israel 1978. Right. She didn't want to move to the states, so I came here. That's it. And um, yeah, we lived in the Southwest in a small city. Okay. Until we got divorced, and then I found an Italian woman in Stockholm and moved here. That was 
a quick history of, of yeah, probably yeah. 40 plus I, years in Sweden, okay. I guess. Time to go. No, 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 no we're finished. And uh, you have a place called Larry's Corner. We've been, we know, but we want you to describe it and give it to us and in, in what your definition of it. What is Larry's Corner in your eyes? Um, you gotta see it to believe it, or you gotta know me. But basically, I say if you would take everything going on in my head and empty it into an empty building, you would get Larry's Corner. It's um, <laughs> filled with lots of weird stuff, and it's a complete mess. That's the dream. And um, yeah, basically, it's your wildest, best, and worst dreams all in one. <laughs> wildest, best, and worst dreams all in one. I cover it all. <laughs> <laughs> what are the best parts and what are the worst parts? Me. <laughs> <laughs> that came free. That was quick. Was like, that was quick, right? You've been thinking about that one for a little while. No, that's right. Like it came quick. Um, no, I've been interested in offbeat culture all my life. Right. I um. Yeah, in both music, films, books. I worked in Sweden. I worked 15 years as a librarian, so I'm always okay. interested in books. And before I came to Sweden, I worked at a record store. Right. And then film has just always been an interest. So, um, yeah, just yeah. I worked for 15 years as a librarian. Woke up one day and said, um, I'm tired of this. I want to do something else. So I quit my job. Yeah. And for two years, I worked as a teacher. Okay. And was really depressed and lost. Not your thing. Not your thing. And then I talked to a couple of friends, and we came up with this idea of starting a store. This is in the small city of Arbor where we lived in. Yeah. So this is not in Stockholm yet. No. No. Okay. And um, we came up with this idea for a store, and we were going to be. One of the guys was like a genius at internet. He's one of the first ones to work with computers in Sweden. Oh, really? And the other guy was publishing books. Sure. And then it was me. It was and Larry. The day we opened the store, the guy that was doing internet called up and said, "Hey, I got a job at the um, synagogue in Gothenburg." He was Jewish. Okay. And so I quit. So there went our internet. Yeah. And then the guy working with the book publishing did things didn't work out with that, so he quit. So um, now we're stuck with the store. Right. But and this is not Larry's Corner yet. This no, this was called, it was called Nita Naldi. All right, all right. Nita yeah. Naldi was um, one of the first Hollywood vamps. Okay. We wanted to sell a lot of silent films, and she was like one of the first silent film stars. Okay. But um, when we went to apply for the name, we, they said we couldn't have it because there was a, it was a family name in Sweden. Okay. And you couldn't register it. Right. And we were desperate. We needed a name really quickly. Yeah. So we took away the space between Nita and Naldi. So the store was called Litanaldi. Okay. And hey, nobody understood a shit. <laughs> no. And our motto was serving healthy pancakes for daring minds. That what? was just, I like the word pancakes. <laughs> pancakes is a great word. Yeah. Who doesn't? So um, that was it. Nobody <laughs> understood anything. Right. What kind of store is this? In, in this little city selling weird stuff, some people thought it was a store for anarchists, which is, um, that's a good story also, because the first kid I had helping me, they, um, you know, in Sweden, sometimes they, people, the Arbits from Meddling sends people to work. Yeah, yeah. This kid was working for me, and he was um, the very first person to ever pie royalty. Pie royalty. He, uh, the Swedish wow. king came to Varberg, where we were at, yes. and he pied the Swedish king. What it do you mean? He, internet, he, he threw pie, pie yeah, in I, the Swedish king's so. face. How did that fare for him? He almost got killed. Yeah, I'm and, sure. And um, then he couldn't go, he was in high school, and his life This is someone working at your store. Before that, he, um, he was a high school kid, and then he couldn't go back to high school. He was, his life was threatened, and so oh um, they asked if he could work with me. So my first person was this anarchist <laughs> who pied the king. 
<laughs> Have you heard about that? No. Yeah. You can Google it. There's YouTube. There's like a five second film of him pieing the king. Really? And it, it was cool because they had, they, there was this group of anarchists who hung out at my store. And one of the kids said, Hey, the king's coming to town. I'm going to pie him. Oh my and God. And you're full of shit. You're not going to pie the king. Surely not. And of course, no, that kid chickened out. But one of the other kids said, Well, we said we're going to do it, so I got to do it. So we ran to the store and bought him. On a vanilla cake, yeah, and a thing of raspberry jelly, yeah, and he put it on and wrapped the king and bite yeah. him, and wow. the Secret Service almost killed him. Oh my gosh, I'm sure. So, um, anyway, that was my first customer, or kid, kid who worked for me, right? So everybody thought it was an anarchist store. Gosh. And then I sold some '70s Swedish porno films. Mm -hmm. They're very common here. They're okay. Pretty clean compared to regular ones. <laughs> Who was it? There's some great actors. Stellan Skarsgård, the uh, famous Swede. He lives around here. Stellan Skarsgård, isn't that... Uh, oh, I, for, I forget. All his kids are family. Yeah. Yeah, this, it? Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Right? Yeah, is in that's his father. Yeah, yeah. He starred in them. I mean, these were real good. Productions. Anyways, I sold anyways, some of those. Obscure so stuff. people thought it was a sex boutique also. And it was not. Hey, so I scared the shit out of everybody and I lost my ass. I, I, any month I didn't lose like thousands of dollars was a good month. <laughs> And so how do we get from there? You're in Varberg, you're then doing this little story. I was divorced. Yeah. And I was on internet dating services. All right. And I was together with a woman in Stockholm. We were together, but a platonic couple. Sure. But I was romantically involved with her, but she wasn't romantically involved with me. Oof. Which is sort of a pain of a relationship. I'm sure. And she was driving me nuts. And Barbara, my wife, had just gotten here from Italy to do her PhD. Okay. And she was on this dating site, and she just wrote one day, is there any um, intelligent life in Sweden? And I just answered her, no, give up. And she liked that answer, and so we started talking. Yeah. And so I was helping her. She was dating, and I was giving her advice. Yeah, right. And she was helping me with this woman, because I was getting suicidal from this woman. Oh, gosh. And one day she wrote to me and said, I can't be friends with you. And I said, what happened? And she said, I can't respect anybody who lets his life be ruined by a woman like that. Hmm. I thought, you know, you got something there. So I broke up with the woman and then realized I was falling in love with Barbara and things happened. And then eventually, how did you move from Varberg to Stockholm? Oh, she was doing a PhD, like I said. I had a yeah, big, yeah. beautiful house in the middle of Varberg. Right. And I had my business and I hated Varberg with a passion. Really? Yeah, I couldn't stand up either. And one day she called me up crying and said, we have to break up. And I said, what happened? She said, I'm, I decided I can't move to Varberg. I got to live in Stockholm. Yeah. And I'm a total atheist. But I looked up at this guy and I said, thank you, God. And I put my house up for sale. I packed up the store and I moved to Stockholm as soon as I could. <laughs> and here you are, man. Yeah, so how good. did you come to the idea of doing your own corner, though? How did you eventually get to, no, I'm oh. going to do my own store. Yo, but I had the, the, long time. I ran the store in Varberg. It was mine. Right. Everybody quit. And so this, everybody I, quit. I put it in storage for about a year, sure. the whole store. Sure. And I was looking for a place. Yeah. And then, um, that was a cool story. I was on this... Before this, before Facebook, I yeah. had an internet group for pop nerds in Sweden. Okay, okay, okay. And I wrote there, anybody know of a location in Stockholm for me? And one guy wrote, hey, you got to get in touch with my friend Abbas. He might yeah. know something. Yeah. So I wrote to this Abbas guy, and he wrote, uh, well, I'm going to the States right now, but I'll talk to you when I get back. And I was just going to the States. I said, where are you going? And he said, oh, I'm on tour with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. His, I don't know if you know the singer Anne Brun. I don't know. Oh, she's one of the... That's, she's Norwegian, but she okay, okay. super high sure. class. I get it. And um, they were going to be in Detroit when I was there. Yeah. 
So we met at a concert in Detroit and talked and hit it off. Yep. Came back, I looked at the place and said, I'll take it. And, and that's the place it. you're at now. Yeah. That's your corner. And since it was on a corner and I wanted to delete almost all my memories from the old city, right. I decided I'd change the name. Yeah. And it was on a corner. It was Larry's Corner. Yeah. Just suddenly it was on a corner. It yeah, was. So it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Your store in comparison to anything else in Stockholm is completely different, which of course it's you. you yeah, know? that's, yeah, it's that's the idea. It's you. Um, it's completely... Not cross-cultural is the right word. I'm trying to think. This is the opposite of Swedish culture, and at the same time, the culmination of parts of American culture, but not fully American. I can say it's my brain. It's I'm, your brain. I am. Um, I come from a family of very wealthy, successful businessmen. Okay. And my father always said you should never sell stuff you like. <laughs> and um, my father's gone now, but I've been trying to prove him wrong right. all the time. And right. He's right. I don't make shit. No. But I have much more fun than you. <laughs> <laughs> I, everything I, to me, anybody walking in my store, I figure we got something in common because we got we like the same you stuff. Like this stuff. It's sort of nice when everybody you meet during the day. Yeah. You're just having fun. Yeah, you're just having fun. So, you're doing this because this is what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's thanks to my father paid the bills all the time. Yeah, yeah, so. that, that's so, nice, right? I give him credit for that's that. That's nice, right. I love that. The first time we came in, I remember the, the first impression I got of Larry's Corner. I guess the first impression, I had a client who had been there before, and he told me about Larry's Corner. He was like, listen, man, I can't even explain this place. You just have to go and see it for yourself. I, the day I can explain it is the day I close. Exactly. It's, you don't need to. No. You don't need to. So he tried to explain it, failed, and I was like, I'll go check it out myself. Me and Robin came in. The first thing I see sitting on the desk, on a desk there, was Turkish Star Wars. <laughs> and, and instantly I knew we had hit gold. I didn't know what we had hit. But have you ever seen it, by the way? No, of course not. Oh, God. We showed it. I have a film club. Yeah. So we yeah, showed it once. Um, yeah. I don't even remember if there was text, but it's so bad it doesn't matter. What is Turkish Star Wars? Turkish Star Wars is... I, we had somebody who knew the producer come and tell, tell us about oh it. Oh, my God. They, um, parts of it is Turkish, and then parts of it, they um, got a hold of the canister of the film right. that they were showing at the bio, and they clipped parts of it out and put it into their film. So that's um, Turkish Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got Turkish Star Wars, the Turkish Exorcist, oh Turkish gosh, Wizard of Oz, Turkish Star Trek. Turkish Exorcist. <laughs> I know, I gotta see that one. I've never seen one. <laughs> but so you sell these kind of rare... I don't sell anything. Films. I just have them. You just have them. Okay, that's, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. If I sold it, you wouldn't have seen it. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So you have your copy of it. I have the best store for unsellable culture. That, that's what I mean. <laughs> I love that so much. In Stockholm, then, how have you survived being you? How, how have you managed to stay you in a culture that's so more introverted and different than what you are? That's what makes it fun. Yeah. I You've mean, just I'm, done it. Has there been opposition to that? Oh, that's why I've been seeing a shrink my whole time here. My, <laughs> I, I mean... Yeah. No, no, you just don't. You just don't care. You gotta fight it. Yeah, like hell. Of course, that's inspiring. And it's fun shocking people. Yeah, and I, it I mean, is. Just by you don't have. I don't do anything. I'm just me. Yeah. And that's what's fun to be able to shock people just by being yourself, not trying. I love that. But just um, being uniquely you, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, it doesn't. You don't care. You're doing this because you want to do it. Exactly. I and love um, that. It's easier to do in Sweden too, because um, sure, there's so few of weirdos here, <laughs> so it feels like this is a um, competition. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's and really you start feeling like this is your call in life is to scare the shit out of the Swedes. <laughs> and somebody's got to do it. They're not going to do it. Somebody's so. got to do it. Yeah. That's so fun. How long now have you had your storefront in Stockholm then? Going on, let's see, 
October 2007. So going up 13, 14 years now. Wow. That's it's about 13 or 14 years longer than anybody, including me, expected. Of course. There's no way in hell I thought I would be around this no, time. No, man. And you put on concerts, you do whatever <laughs> in your place. Yeah, before Corona, before we were corona, doing like three to five shows a week. Wow. I, um, it's your playroom. Yeah, it was nuts. That's, wow. um, I was so I was thinking of closing for a bit because I was drained. I mean, yeah. I'm getting old and it, do like work 12, 13 hours a day for a concert. Gosh, man. So I was so happy when Corona hit for that. For a break at least. But um, now it's getting too long. I'm really missing the shows. Right, I'm sure. I'm really I mean, me too, them. man. Me too. But we're doing movies now. Yeah. And uh, next week we're going to be showing... Oh, shit. What's the name of it? Anyways, it's this worst Swedish movie ever made. It's a Swedish monster movie from 1959 okay. that is considered one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, my. With some um, English, I think it's either English text or English dialogue. But sure, sure, sure. Fair enough. Well, it looks like me and Robin have a place to come next week and watch a film. Yeah, so <laughs> is, is that the movie you showed part of on your Instagram the other day? Probably. Probably. Um, uh, something invasion in Norland or something. Something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rim, in Swedish it's called Rimd Invasion in Lapland. Yeah, Rimd Invasion yeah. in Lapland. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, we've shown what I'm doing now. If you guys are coming, make sure to book in advance. Of course. Yes, it's of only course. room for five people. Yeah, for, very, very small. But what do we show? We showed another weird film yeah. the week before. But you're a movie connoisseur. That's what you do. You watch yeah. a movie every day, right? Yeah, right now I'm on my project. I'm excited for tonight. Oh. I am. What do you do? What's, what's your project? Every night at midnight, I have a list of every country in the world. Right. Well, I mean, it's easy, Google. But then I'm going alphabetically watching, trying, the first step part is trying to watch one comedy yeah. from every single country in the world. Okay. A lot of countries don't have any humor and they've never made a comedy. Right. Some countries never made a film. <laughs> but um, I spend as long as it takes, sometimes it takes like a few hours right. researching, finding a film. Right. And um, so every night at midnight, I watched one film from another country. Tonight I'm on Egypt. Okay. I found a comedy action fantasy that I'm so excited about. Oh wow, comedy action fantasy, yeah. what a trifecta. I know, I know. <laughs> so that, and then also, I'm in love with the taste of orange. Mm -hmm. I don't eat oranges, but I love the taste of orange. Mysterious. So along with the film, I'm looking for one recipe with a taste of orange yeah. from every country, and then eventually I want to put this all into a book. You are a man of exquisite taste, Larry. I, I don't know if anyone ever told you that. <laughs> you know, before we get too deep in this, I want to do a segment, a surprise segment of this podcast we do called 10 Timed Questions from Left Field that have absolutely nothing to do with the current topic of conversation. 10 Timed Questions from Left Field that have absolutely nothing to do with the current topic of conversation. Where I ask you 10 questions, and you have 10 seconds to answer each single one of those questions. Okay. So that's it. We get to know you. You get to know yourself a little bit more quickly. Remember, so I've been saying shrinks for 50 mind. years. So. <laughs> yeah, so the first thing that comes into your mind, you answer. And it's simple as that. You have 10 seconds. Robin's going to show you a timer here. And we'll just roll with that, all right? Uh, but there's a Swedish saying that I really love. What is it? To think before speaking is like wiping your ass before shitting. That's <laughs> like a Swedish I've never heard that's that. That's great. Yeah. I was looking at Robin because I was like, is that, no. you know that one? It's a sweet, it's Arne Anka, Swedish comic. Really? And it's really? so Is that the good. guy who uh, wrote the Donald Duck cartoon? No, no, no. He wrote the, the Duck cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've heard of him. And that's yeah. one of the greatest sayings I've ever heard. So okay. I subscribe to that one. All right. 
Question one. If you could show an alien one movie to represent humankind, what movie would it be? John Waters' Pink Flamingos. That was the quickest that was answer we quick. ever responded. You weren't lying when you were quick. John Waters' Pink Flamingos. I have questions. We'll follow up afterwards. Number two. If you were forced to rename Larry's Corner, what would you change the name to? Ten seconds. Um... Seven seconds. Kharab 11. What does that mean? May you find shit in your yogurt in Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Number three, we gotta keep it rolling. We gotta keep moving. What's the best Swedish food of all time? None. None? Oh! Um, Lingon. Let's say Lingon. Lingon is, is a good food. Number four, if you found a genie in a bottle and he said he could give you only one wish, what would you wish for? Ten more wishes. Genius, man. Playing the system. You thought. Uh, number five, what are two things inside Larry's corner you won't find anywhere else in Stockholm? Larry and General Sal's chicken in my freezer. <laughs> you were explaining that to me earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more after. All right, number it's not for sale. Neither for sale. No, no, no. <laughs> Larry, you can rent. Number six, since hot dogs are basically just pureed meat stuffed inside an animal intestine, a hot dog doesn't stop being a hot dog even after we eat it. We just become the new hot dog casings, and in a way, that makes us hot dogs as well. Do you agree or disagree? I saw that. I was going to post that on... Facebook, you're too late. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes, at least you agree. Yeah. At least we're on the same and page. And being Jewish, I'm a kosher hot dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm kosher. Hey, it's still a hot dog at yeah. the end of the day. I love that. Number seven, what's the biggest thing you miss from America you can't find in Sweden? Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers. Hey, simple enough. Back from the homeland. All right, number eight. This one's a doozy. Hold on with me for this one. The year is 2035. Larry's Corner is booming better than ever with four locations that you run simultaneously using Larry Hologram technology. Suddenly across the street from your flagship shop opens up a place called Barry's Corner. He's everything your shop is, is and more, and he puts you nearly out of business. He takes everything from you. So one night you break into Barry's Corner to try and find some dirt on this guy. After digging through his desk for a while, you find a high-tech hologram document and find out through it that Barry is you from another dimension. Suddenly he walks out of the back room to confront you. You look him in the eye and you pull out the pistol you brought just in case fueled by rage to defend yourself. He says if you kill him, you kill yourself too, since you're one and the same from different dimensions. Would you kill Barry to secure the legacy of Larry's Corner? Ten seconds. First I smoke a joint, then I think about it. That was a good answer to a good question. <laughs> and it's all I could ask for. <laughs> you consider it. But would you smoke well, a joint with Barry? Yeah. <laughs> well, we're in that. <laughs> Number nine, what are your ties with the Illuminati? Seven, seven seconds. I run fast. <laughs> all right, all right. Number 10, if you had a time machine but could only use it once, when and where would you go? 1907 Detroit to watch a Tiger game. Oh, wow. I love that answer. That was wholesome. Wow. That's when I used to get high. I would lay in bed and dream about going to baseball games at that time. <laughs> I would imagine everything, getting dressed for the game, going to the game, watching the players the, in the old Detroit stadium. That's um. Yeah. That was uh, an, in, probably one of my favorite 10-second segments ever. Cool. I feel like we figured out a lot in a short period of time. Thanks, Larry. I love those answers. Oh, that was thank great. Thank you for the that questions. Was, of course, of course. Interesting. All right, going back to some 
some conversation, I guess, around creativity, business owning, whatever. As a small local business owner, what do you feel is the best thing that you can contribute to the community, or the most important thing for you to contribute to the community? God, what's the word in Swedish, in English? The immense, just some, I want people, people to feel apart. I want people to yeah. feel um, that they belong. That's really important to me that um, yeah. I don't believe in materialism and stores just for buying. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be, I want, like I was, I was, when I worked as a librarian, I used to say librarian work was the most um, finest profession there is in a library because when you walk into a library, yeah. every person that walks in is equal everybody walking out if you did right if the library works everybody should feel better in some way either you went sure. for information sure. you went for a book sure. there's no other place in society yeah. that is so pure and and um in my own way that's why i want larry's corner i want people yeah. to come there and creating feel a, better a different culture yeah a different culture and feel stronger to you fight the fight basically i love that that sounded really stupidly radical but yeah you know. it works for me okay. it works for me it's a good answer I mean, I guess that's that's the purpose you found in what you're doing. Yeah, you no, it feels good. I'm, I want to be able to go to sleep at night feeling good, and I'm. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Paying bills that I don't feel good about. No, but, um, hey, yeah, you and me both. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. I you, think we're not alone. No. Do you think Larry's Corner is a, a concept that can outlive you? Or no? Does it die with you? Dad, we've been talking about that for a while. My, me and my wife. Yeah. I'm, it's interesting. When I hit because 70, so I, wanna, I really want to leave Sweden when I hit 70. All right. And um, we don't know if I want to just give the place to somebody else to run yeah. and keep it going. Yeah, right. I'm hoping that somebody will. I have no trouble giving it away to somebody when no. it's time to leave them. I really like it to continue. I, I feel like they'd have to change the name almost to something different. Or maybe not. Maybe it should continue to be Larry's Corner when you leave. When I'm gone, I don't care what people no, do. Yeah, so. yeah, of course. Of course. I love that. Hmm? I guess Barry has to take over then. Yeah. Barry, man, he came from a different Oh, I probably should be Harry, because people have always called me Harry. So. And I am <laughs> Harry. So. And you are Harry. Harry Larry is something I've been called all my life. Harry so. Larry. <laughs> yeah, I told you about the back shaving one, so that, that's... He, he was telling me... Tell, tell it again. Tell Robin. He wasn't okay, here. I can't I'm, recreate it. <laughs> yeah. No, I lived in a small city before, right. and I was friends with a guy... Still am. Actually, he's right across the street now, but um, he has one of the best restaurants in southwest Sweden. And he used to arrange a three-day rock festival. And for some reason, I still, he hasn't given me an answer ever. Yeah. But he asked me to perform at this festival. And yeah. I was a librarian, I'm not a performer. Mm. And I had to figure out, what the hell can I do? I'm not good at anything. And I realized the only talent I really have is growing back here. I have an extremely hairy back. Yeah, and I know that all the lyrics to the song, The Eggplant That Ate Chicago, so I put the two together. I didn't tell you about that. But you didn't tell me. I'm no. learning more. So um, I put the two together, and on stage in front of like 800 drunk Swedes, I had my daughter shave my back while I sang the eggplant that ate Chicago. I don't think that's ever been done anywhere else on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing so is, you when you're doing your back shaving, yeah. you can't practice. No. Because sure. then there's no hair left. Certainly not. So the first time we did it was... On stage. stage for the 800 drunk Swedes. And man, did they get scared. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> did not know what was going on. I need you to give me therapy on how I can be that uniquely myself. 
throughout my whole life. <laughs> you know, that I'm was, trying to get there. That was definitely one of the high points. Yeah, yeah. They wrote in the paper they hoped my daughter would um I would pay for her psychology. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that made the paper yeah, as, yeah. as well. <laughs> Certainly, and that was in the small town. You said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's definitely going to make small town paper. Yeah. Anything Barbary? Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of the festival? Apple Bay Days was the name of the festival, and the venue was called Maya's Vidhavit. If you YouTube Larry Farber Apple Bay Day, you can't see that one, but you can see when we sang a song called Fish Heads, and we had um, fish heads stuck on pins. My kids and their friends inhaled helium, and I sang the song called Fish Heads while they inhaled helium and danced with fish heads. <laughs> Because why not? That was, the, that was the year after the back shaving. Because one of my best friends is from Barbara and grew up there. Yeah. Who? So where? When? He's, uh, his name is Matthias. Oh shit, not him. <laughs> he knows it. There's only one. There's only one Matthias in Barbara. And I feel like he would know about this if I... Yeah, you gotta chat. How old is he? He's, uh, I think he's 29 now, something, 30. Uh, he, was, he probably went to And he moved to Stockholm like 10 years ago. Mm. He might have. Yeah. If you ask him about Nita Naldi, that was the name of the store, yeah. or Maya's. Everybody yeah. knows Maya's. That, yeah. That's like, the, it used to be a cafe in town, and that's where, I wouldn't have started anything without this cafe. That's where yeah. all the weirdos in Barber met. <laughs> and from that's there, the I thought, that's the place to be, yeah. man. I wish I could have been there. Yeah. I'm glad I could be in Larry's Corner while it's still around, at least. You know, a lot of your fight, I guess, has been in Sweden. You've been in Sweden a long time. You've, you've created this culture with Larry's Corner. You got me wondering, what would have happened, do you think, if you would have stayed in America? What would you be doing now? Oh, definitely a cocaine addict. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm glad you're open with us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I never liked cocaine, but I'm sure I would have become one. That was. Um, I left America right when it was getting oh, gosh. really big, and I'm so happy to have left America. You got to Sweden at the right time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, would Larry's Corner work in America? Would the concept work in the same way, do you think? Or is this Almost. Actually, one of my um, mentors, although I don't think he wants to be called that, sure. there's a bookstore in Detroit okay. called The Book Beat, and that's um, a friend of mine, and he only sells books and art yeah. and other things, but um, he pretty much has the idea that he only wanted to sell stuff he found great and important. Right, of course. And that's, um, I've been going there for almost 40 years now, wow. and um, I saw that you can have a, a store and have the quality you want, and that's where I learned that. Yeah. So it could go. Yeah, it could but it would still be different because there's there's more stores kind of like that in yeah. America. Yeah, it wouldn't Stockholm, be as unique. Without a doubt, it wouldn't be as unique. It's super unique because you're here. You're yeah. in Sweden, you're in Stockholm. It's sort of fun being the, yeah, the big fish. Or not anti, uh, yeah, I guess. Cross-culture, I don't know what the word is. It's culture. Or it's culture offbeat. in the end. Offbeat, that's yeah. right. I sort of like that word. That's right. What do you have to say, Robin? You've been awful quiet. I'm usually amazed. It's a lot to take it's in. I'm excited to find out who this Matthias is now. Yes. <laughs> that was sort of cool. Your beard I really hated Varberg living there. And yeah. The, and I put I post it every now and then on Facebook. There's the Hollands Nihit, there is the local newspaper. Yeah. And um the head there was there's the headline, but on the top of the paper was the headline was Larry Farber leaving Varberg. <laughs> and the first line was, if I had to spend another week here, I would have hung myself. <laughs> I wasn't very popular when I left. But they had a great kebab in one way. Exactly, yeah. That's, Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah I, that I miss so much. I yeah. need to get there and try it I think, I, I don't know if it still is good, but I was positive they put opium in it. Because um, <laughs> Friday night, you would see a line all around. Yeah. And everybody's 
kebab roulette med stark sauce. Oof, and yeah. kebab roulette med stark sauce. Oof. It was crazy. That's yeah. the thing to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't have crack houses, they have kebab houses in Vartburg. Yeah. yeah. So, you have this character for Larry's Corner that we saw whenever we came. It's like you. It's the bald head and the, the long hair on the side with the, the kind of goatee. How did you get your uh, your logo, I guess? Remember you were telling us about some Swedish rapper? Or oh, something? yeah. Yeah, Simon. Yeah. Um, there's a Swedish... He used to, I think he's one of the best comic book artists and what, in Sweden. Okay. And, and what, um, he made your logo. Yeah, he came to the store. He did a book called, that's a school I'm going to start trimming your beard a little bit. Simon wrote a book, God, like 15 years ago or so, called um, The 120 Days of Simon, okay. where he um, couch surfed around Sweden. Mm. And he wrote about it. He wrote a comic book about it. And he was brutally honest about mm. sex and drugs and everything. And um, the, the funny one, it was... Amazon.com. It was. It's out in English too. Yeah. And somebody reviewed it on Amazon.com, and they wrote, "This is the worst book ever. You shouldn't read it. It's disgusting." And then at the end, they wrote, "By the way, just so you know, I haven't read the book." <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he's Seaman is one of my favorite comic book artists. Yeah. And um, I bought a copy when he when I first moved. He just walked by the store. And I bought a copy, and he signed it for me with that yeah. picture. Yeah. And I said, "You just did my logo." <laughs> and yeah, it's and then it's what you with is there glasses too or is there mustache something? What it, I think it's a goatee. I think he made my nose bigger than it is, oh, but um, on, what the hell? Hey, fair enough. Cartoon character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still yeah, it's the logo. Yeah, by you uh, being yourself, do you think you met a lot of people in Stockholm just to have heard the legend of Larry and wanted to come see what was up? Have you? Uh, totally seriously, that's something I talk with my shrink about. Um, really? I um, I mean, I prefer when I'm on, I'm on. When I'm on, not on, I'm the most introverted person I know. Really? I okay. much prefer just sitting at home reading a baseball book. Right. And so um, there is no legend. I just, I'm just extremely hyper when I'm on. Like yeah. I say, and that's the. And that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, when I leave the, the I usually say nobody knows me from the waist down because I'm, I'm behind the counter. That's the only time you'll ever see me. Right. Other than that, I just run home. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. So, so it's almost like this character you've created a little bit, at least. It's like, or a, a when I'm at Larry's Corner, I'm Larry's Corner. You're Larry's Larry. Corner, Larry. And then when I'm not, I'm Larry. That's yeah. A, yeah. Sort of and like both a stand-up are, comedian. Both are Larry. Larry. Both are Yeah, yourself. exactly. That's what's sort of cool. I get to play be whichever way I want to be, whenever I want to be. Of that's course. Sort of, that's sort of fun, but... Um, that is interesting. Yeah. Alright. Have you... I, I have a question, actually. Robin and I were discussing something earlier. I want I want to get your weigh-in on it. You ever heard of the soy sauce theory? This could be interesting. No! So, there's this theory that if you take a cup of soy sauce, or you take some, some soy sauce, and you dip your balls in it, you can actually taste the taste of soy sauce in your mouth. You're, you're just waiting for me to go home and you're going to... No, I, uh, I, I was wondering it genuinely if you've done it before. It's a, it's a, it's a if I did, do you think I would tell you? I would hope so. <laughs> no, but now I'm Because I need to know. I'm going to have to call up my wife and see if we got soy sauce. <laughs> I don't know, I was just talking about it earlier with yeah. Rob and I was like, I wonder if Larry's done, we should ask I'm, him. And I'm, Cause I'm, it's an interesting theory. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what it is, if it's true, if I, we haven't tried it. Yeah. If this podcast goes out, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people with dark balls then. <laughs> I mean, as, as long as we get answers, 
That's the thing. That's, yeah. All I really want at the end of the day is answers. The, yeah. Is the soy sauce theory true? This will have to be tried. A conspiracy. This will have to be tried. How about teriyaki? I like teriyaki better. Teriyaki is good stuff. Less popular in Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't find teriyaki as much. So well, you can find it, but that soy yeah. is the original. Soy is classic. Yeah, of course. Is there a conspiracy theory that you believe is 100% true? No, I'm the most anti-conspiracy person there is. I'm, Fair enough. The only Fair conspiracy enough. theories are ones that I make up on my own. I otherwise. love that. And those are way more fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Robin, I think it's time for a, a good, a good, one more segment. Robin's favorite time of the day, called Would You Rather with Robin. Would you rather with Robin? Okay, I do this with my daughter. This is um, our good night thing. We find the most gross things, so would you rather? So I'm a pro with this. So this, could, this isn't that gross, though. Okay, my daughter's really, you gotta really gross each other out, so. Okay, okay, okay. So Larry, if you had to choose, would you rather be a cow or a chicken? Chicken. Why? Why? Like, why not a cow? That's because I could eat chicken every day of my life, so um, I might as well give back eat to yourself? them. Give back I, um, no, I collect chicken recipes. Oh. Mainly with fruit. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, chicken, without a doubt. Chicken without a doubt. I think I would too. I feel like you have more uh, freedom as a chicken. Cows move slowly. Chicken farts don't ruin the environment. Mm. That's right. That I just right. thought about that right off the top of my head, too. That's right. Quick answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. Though. But I could chicken. Yeah. I think I would, too. Actually, what would you do? I don't know. You said that cows are slow, but they are not slow. Yes, they're like, not. But chickens, they're, they seem to be Try to run away from a cow. Yeah, it's scary like, stuff. Have you ever run away from a cow? It's terrifying. I haven't. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. but maybe the same thing. I, I, I eat a lot of meat, so maybe a cow you have to give back. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why I want yeah. to give back to the chicken. Maybe so. that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Fair enough. Larry, I'm going to start trimming your beard. I'm going to take you up a little bit here. I think it's grown since I've been here. I think it has been, yeah. We have, we have some there might be some out. food right here just in the way. Hey, I do the same thing with mine. I save a little bit inside my beard, you know? I mean, you have the mustache point. a little bit later. With Senla, especially, it okay, gets yeah. stuck in there and it dries in there every time. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah, I know. So eating Semla's in public with a beard can be nasty. <laughs> That's horrifying. It feels like people are looking at you do this intimate thing. You know, it's like, stop looking at me. I'm eating my uh, Semla. It's all in your beard and everything. I realized today the last time I didn't have a beard was the 11th of November, 1979. You remember? That's the day I got married the first time. <laughs> the last time I shaved because all the pictures, I look like I'm 14 years old. I have such a baby face. Oh, man. And about 13 chins. So after that, I, I haven't shaved since then. No, no. It was time to keep the beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a, a pretty good time. Since you've lived in Sweden, huh? You haven't, haven't shaved your beard. People it's uh, different variations. If you need to run from the police. tea and everything. Yeah. But um, I think Stockholm is so... The sad part about it is Swedes don't understand what Stockholm is. Yeah. I think it's the coolest city ever. Yeah, no, I, to me, Stockholm is, it's like New York. Yeah. But it's also like some American tourist city or something. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's both big city pace and small city You know, pace. it's the world's biggest, smallest city. Yeah, exactly. Like. That's the thing. Or the smallest, big city. city. Yeah, 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 either, exactly, way, either exactly. way it works with it. There's something special about it. Yeah, but Swedes don't understand it. Swedes, like when I moved here, I'll, almost all my friends told me, you're coming back, you'll never last in Stockholm. <laughs> and I haven't been back. Yeah, yeah, right. 
But I feel like the longer you're here too, sometimes the more it rewards you. If you search around and you and you find new things, there's such a thrill in that. There's always new things coming up yeah. and new places to find, even though it's not that big. There's always a new alleyway, you know? Yeah, there's always new people coming and Correct. stuff. So no, um, I've said for the last few years now that um, I feel like Cinderella at the ball and the clock got stuck at 11.59. <laughs> I am, um, every day when I walk to work, I just look over the bridge and think, I can't believe I live in Stockholm. Right, I think that too. And then for us, my wife, like I say, she's from Rome. Yeah. I'm from Detroit. Oh, we got such contrasts in right. where we go. Right, I'm sure. In the past 13 or 15 years, however long you've had Larry's Corner again, you must have surely seen the city change a lot. But have you pretty much stayed the same for most of that? What you do and what Larry's Corner is? Or has it continually evolved? Oh God, Larry's Corner has grown so... I would never have... I'd, sometimes I... First of all, I'm, I'm really down on the word pride. I'm having a big problem with that lately. Sure, sure. I um, prefer to say happy. Yeah. And so I'm happy as hell for Larry's Corner. I'm happy with the way it's evolved. It's um, me and the store have grown really well. and um, it's like I say, I, I moved to nobody, I didn't know anybody, nobody knew me. Yeah. I could, many days I would lock the door and cry because wow. I felt like I made the wrong decision. And nowadays, um, if I lock the door, it's only because I want to take a nap, wow. which is much nicer. Wow. That's uh, really yeah. encouraging, actually, to hear. But um, yeah, I really believe that if you really put your heart into it, chances are pretty good you'll fail, but at least you'll have fun. Exactly, right? And that's what it's worth. Life's too short to not go after what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think often um, they always say that um, your whole life goes before you when you die. Mm -hmm. I don't want to yawn. No. I, I want to think, wow, cool. But I mean, think about people who just, when their life flashes before them, that was boring. <laughs> you don't want that at all. Yeah. Everybody has their own corner. Just uh, bring it up. Yeah, right? What's going to be in Robin's corner one day? Yo, who knows? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out myself. The pause scared me. Yeah, it sounded like <laughs> something hesitation. from Cheech and Chong almost. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess time will tell. Time always tells. I found the clip where the king gets pied. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Get the Run outside of Albert. Yeah, exactly. September 2001. Yeah. What a day. Is your chest just as hairy as your back as well? Yeah. Yeah. It's trying to sneak up through the shirt. I want to eliminate. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the guy that usually does when he did my hair. Yeah. He was like, where does your hair start in your back hair? That's the thing, right? <laughs> but I got to ask, how old was your daughter when she shaved your back on a stage in front of 800 people? Um, let's see. That's about two years. She's about 12, maybe? Is that something she should have on her resume? Performer, back shaver? Yeah, no, they were That's famous in like Barbara. Life experience. Like I said, if you Google my name and Apple Bay Days, you'll get them, the one of the performances we did with my kids. I'm Google it right now. They, um, now I'm going to bring you up. They were pretty famous in Barbara for being the, the kids of the crazy man and stuff. Kids of the crazy man. And, and my, yeah, my daughter was, she was teaching drama when she was 14 and stuff. Oh, wow. She's pretty nice in her own way. How's that length feeling for you? This looks really nice. Awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear them. <clears throat> Hang out just a little here and we're, we're just about good to go. Larry, I want to pick your mind on what do you think is the biggest thing that prohibits people from chasing their dreams and how can you overcome that? 
as we finish this podcast. You can think on it if you need to think on it in a second. It's themselves. Yeah? How so? No, we all think we have um, these limitations so that we don't have them. Um, the only thing I've noticed, like I said, I'm turning 65. Right. The only thing that teaches you is age. Mm. It's some Age I, is a teacher. I realized just this year that I have been this grumpy old man all my life. <laughs> and now I'm the happiest grumpy old man. Wow. Because I've finally grown into my grumpiness. Yeah, yeah. And you just got to accept. And it, it's... For me, anyways, it was just age. The, it took me so long, but um, yeah, yeah. And basically, people were always worried about what people are thinking. Yeah. And when you think about it, people aren't thinking shit. Mm. They don't notice you, but we're always worried about it. You're the protagonist, your own story. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're always worried. My ex was like, she was scared to death of everything and everybody. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, but they didn't even know you were in the building. Yeah, right. So I mean, just do what you wanted to do. It do what you want to do. Chase your dreams and, and be yourself. Yeah, I totally. Guess that's your totally. story. Oh, that's like yourself. well, people were started telling me I'm act your age. I am my age. Yeah, right. Oh, well, Robin, you have any my words of wisdom. Here? Those were words of wisdom. I don't think so. I mean, anything you want to pick this guy's brain on while we got him in this chair? We finish up here. Work more easy to pick. I feel I mean, like I feel like we got so much. Maybe that's wisdom in one time. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we we got a lot of wisdom. Basically, next time you guys will come to the store and I'll pick your brains. Yes, yes, most definitely. Larry, we really respect what you do. We really appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so much. Podcast I, this is, um, I hate looking at mirrors. This yeah, has really yeah, been a, a torture. A but that's <laughs> what, you, you endured the torture for yeah, us. Yeah, this has been the hardest part. Yeah. Looking, the questions were nothing. He's looking at myself. Yeah, yeah, for an hour. Yeah, God, Awesome. Well, thanks so much, man. We really Thank you guys. appreciate everything you did, talked about for us. Thanks so much for tuning into this somewhat strange and incredibly fun episode of Sips and Clips. You can keep up with Larry's Corner on social media or on larryscorner.se. But I implore you, if you're in town, get yourself out there to see the place yourself. Even after this podcast, you still need to experience the corner yourself to truly understand it. And even then, I'm sure you'll have some questions. But if you enjoyed this podcast, you stuck around, we greatly appreciate Apple Podcast Reviews. It takes 30 seconds to go to drop five stars and a few nice words. It helps us organically grow a lot. For real, I know you're probably scrolling Instagram or something at this point, waiting for this episode to come to an end. Go, close the app, open Apple Podcasts, and under our show, smash that five-star button. You can write something like Ethan told me to leave a nice review, so I did, and bam, you just done us a solid and earned your I was one of the first to review Sips and Clips hipster badges. Nonetheless, you can keep up with us on Instagram at Sips and Clips. We're part podcast, community, and Stockholm City Guide, so you can find some good content to keep you satisfied in between our bi-weekly Saturday releases. I hope you're getting out of here ready to be confident in yourself just like our hero Larry and a bit more inspired than when you came into this podcast. Thanks so much for listening to our show. We can't wait to see you in the shop sometime soon.